Welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Casey, and today I have with me our favorite Hallmark mom. Yay! You can call me mom too, Casey. By oh, the way. that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Megan O'Brien, aka Barbara Niven. Hi, guys. I'm Thank excited to be here and meet you, Casey. Yes. I, I love what you guys are doing for Hallmark. Yes, we love recapping all the things for. Hallmark and you know especially in this time during quarantine I mean we want feel-good TV you know yes I um I've been so grateful for Hallmark with that because it just feels like there's some positive energy that we can bring into our house because there's there's just bad news everywhere you yes. know and you listen to news all day or you you know you worry about the pandemic you worry about stuff and you just have to have Hallmark just feels like it's grounding. It's comfort TV is yes. what I heard someone call it. And I think that's what it is. Absolutely. So. It is. And it's been fun just, you know, for us on the podcast, we've been talking a lot with our, our friends because um, mm -hmm. the gals are not, we're all over the country. So this has kind of brought us all together, um, recapping all the movies and such. Good. So where, are you, where are you located? I'm in Pensacola, Florida. Oh, Pensacola, mm -hmm. Florida. One of my, my first series ever was with James Brolin and it was Pensacola mm -hmm. Wings of Gold. Yes. And, um, and um, it was about Marine fighter pilots. And mm -hmm. we used to, we used to get um, mail all the time about that. Well, the sun is setting on the wrong coast. <laughs> we were shooting in San Diego for Pensacola, oh, Florida. Yes. So that's so cool. I've yeah. never been there for real. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions because I had no idea. I was um, scrolling through your IMDb and I was like, oh my goodness, Pensacola <laughs> Weeks of Gold. That is a series. I was a kid during that time. Yeah. So I mean, obviously didn't I know. Yeah. Well, again, you can call me mom, darling. <laughs> But that was really fun, and uh, it was about marine fighter pilots, and I learned so much about um, the military and patriotism and the courage yes. and bravery and honor and the camaraderie that, that they do about protecting our country because we had a lot of um, military um, advisors for the show. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so that brings me to this show, this movie that I'm doing right now. I'm on, they're calling me on location in uh, North Carolina. <gasps> okay. And we are, we, I'm just getting ready to shoot USS Christmas for Hallmark and it's going to be for Christmas this year. Okay. And it's again about, about um, a Navy uh, family and Navy aircraft carrier and about Christmas and romance and family and just all those good things that Hallmark does. So, mm -hmm. and I, I think having such a theme of patriotism in this movie too is, um, I, I love the script. I cried when I read the script oh. and it's, and it, it's not, I didn't cry because it was, there was ugly things happening. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Hallmark, yeah. but I cried because it made me just remember all those things that are family and important, mm -hmm. all the things that Hallmark, the Hallmark brand stands for. Yes. And, um, and so I'm excited. Tomorrow's our first day of filming on it. And um, I play the mom to Jen Lilly. And and uh, love interest is Trevor Donovan, the big hunk. Uh, yes, and, yes. Oh, my God. He is so nice. <laughs> we flew. I, when I travel on location, I always bring I, – I brought four huge, huge packed bags that are like 60 pounds each, mm -hmm. plus my carry-on. And I didn't – I'd not met him before, but I saw this – cute guy on the plane, you know, and, and then, and then he changed to the next plane with me. I said, and I asked him, are you doing a Hallmark movie by chance? <laughs> and, and, and he said, yeah. And I said, well, me too. So I said, okay, from now on, you're calling me mom. 
doing the shoot and he helped me carry all my bags because oh. he's just that nice of a guy and um tonight um everybody's coming to my room it's it's the night before we start filming tomorrow mm -hmm. and we just wanted to have a a night tonight where um we're gonna have dinner at mom's place oh so. that's so sweet yeah. so yeah. fun yeah they're good they're good people mm -hmm. yeah i know it's trite it sounds trite because you, you say oh pff, hallmark people can't be that nice but somehow hallmark casts really really good family oriented people and mm -hmm. I, I think that's part of what shows and it comes from the top um there, there's a new ceo mm -hmm. anya um and uh, I know Michelle Vickery is one of my dearest friends, and mm -hmm. Penny Perry is uh, is is head of casting for Crown Media, and they just and Randy Pope, just on and on down all the way from the top, they're just good people. Yes. So it's and it's good to be a member of this family. Yes, and it exudes in everybody that I've talked to. I mean, I have not talked to as many Hallstars as Rachel has, but I actually <laughs> talked to Jen Lilly back in May when she was doing her Voices That Give contest. So ah. we got to talk to her about adoption and fostering, and she was just literally the nicest person. I was Isn't like, wow. Great? And, and when I met her, I met her um, last year, last uh, Christmas at the big Hallmark Christmas screening that they have at, at mm. the Grove. It's like a big Hallmark event. And I sat next to her and she had just had a baby. And I was uh -oh. like, what? <laughs> like I was looking at her stomach. I, on the other hand, gained 70 pounds. And I was yeah. like, she looked, she looked just totally normal and gorgeous and was so nice. And I, so I, that's when I said, I have to play your mom someday. And oh. I told both I've told the powers of be at Hallmark that, man, I would totally be so grateful if I could, I can play with Jen, you know, yeah. one of these times because we look alike too. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a wish has come true. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. And this one is going to come I'll out this year, right? You. Yay. Huh? Thank you. This one, yes. this movie's coming out this year. Yep. It's yes. coming out this year. Okay. And then I go straight, I go straight from here and I shoot, Christmas in Evergreen 4 up in Vancouver. <gasps> Yay! We love Evergreen at the podcast, too. Uh, so that's so yeah, much fun. It is. That red truck is pretty iconic. Yes. I uh, actually found one at the Hallmark store. Do you know that? Okay. Hallmark card yeah. store. Mm -hmm. And I bought one last year. And so I have it under my tree, the, the red truck. Yes. Is it like a little ornament or is it a, no, it's like it's, an actual? Well, I have the ornament because they gave that to me um, a couple of years ago because we're okay. now on four. Thank God. Mm -hmm. um, but but the actual truck, I mean, it's like this big. It's a big red truck with a, with a, um, a, a, a tree in the back, you know? Oh, so, okay. Really cool. Yeah. I'll really have to cool. go out and find that. I've been looking for one just because it's just such a Christmassy, I don't know, yep. Christmassy yep. decor to put yep. in my kitchen, but I haven't found one. So I'll have to check. And I went on Amazon and I, I'm just cheesy. I'm just like everybody else. I have a, a, this, a shirt where I watch Hallmark Christmas movies. And, <laughs> and, I, and then I also found a, a t-shirt um, on Amazon that where it has the red truck. It's become oh, a theme. Yeah. It, yes. So it's iconic. Yes. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. Pretty cool. That's so fun. Um, really quick about Pensacola Wings of Gold. Did you ever yep. get to watch the Blue Angels? Yes. Oh, yes, because, um, because my ex-husband, or my husband that passed away in the show, my, I played 
her name was Kate and she owned mm -hmm. the bucket, which was the bar that all the fighter pilots hung out in. Okay. So I got to kind of beat them around and beat our mom a little bit and kiss them every once in a while, which was pretty fun. <laughs> and, and, um, but we had uh, the blue angels were some of our, um, advisors on it. And so, um, oh, wow. the very, the very first fan event that I ever had with my, um, FOBM, which is fans of Barbie Niven mm -hmm. years ago, um, was at the at uh, Miramar Air Base, and we watched the Blue Angels show. Everybody flew in, and we mm -hmm. all watched it together. And it was incredible, incredible mm -hmm. how yes. just watching watching what they do. How did they do that? It's like they dig this far away with their wingtips. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that how they do that. Yeah, it's crazy. I it's so fascinating too. Yeah. Did you get to ever, do you watch them too? I have. I have watched them multiple times um, being down here, <laughs> but yeah. watching them on base too is also really special um, when they wow. had the base opened, um, but getting to see them in action and see all yep. the kids checking out all the, the little planes and everything. Uh, so fun. Well, on, on that show, um, there was a, a female fighter pilot, um, Sandra Hess, okay. Sandra Hess, and um, and then there, of course, there were guy fighter pilots too, mm -hmm. and they all got to go up in an F-16. I think it's oh. called an F-16. Mm -hmm. I may, I may have that technical term wrong, but into a real mm -hmm. plane like that. Wow. But my character, I didn't get to do that. I wish I could have, <laughs> but my character was written as a former wing walker. So one episode, I got to go up in a red biplane, and, and I... I just, I could not stop giggling the whole time. I'm somebody who loves roller coasters and things. Mm -hmm. So we're doing loops and ailerons and barrel rolls. And I'm just laughing the whole time. <laughs> I can't even get my lines out. Yet, um, uh, the, the guy who played my love interest in that, my, like, it was, it was a flashback. And he, um, he went up in it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the actor's name because I don't want to embarrass him. But evidently, he and my stunt woman, both like threw up oh, no. as they were doing all this. And he was such a nice guy. Listen to this. He was in, he wore one of those zip up air suits, you know, mm -hmm. and he didn't want to get the sparkly clean, pretty biplane <gasps> dirty. So he, he went like, He's like bleh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> so funny. So it's, I mean, not funny, I, but um, it, we're laughing at Poor thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. It was, it was a blast. The things we get to do, I feel like acting is just a great adventure. You get to be somebody new mm -hmm. and get to try things on that you couldn't do in your real life. It's just, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you've you played quite a few characters in the, since the time Rachel's interviewed you, in the, I think two years ago. Um, Maybe. So she, you've done Love on the Menu, Love Takes Flight, Crossword Mysteries, and I mean, those are three very yeah. different characters. I know. I, thank you, Hallmark. Really, thank you, Hallmark. You know what I call them? Um, is they are the modern old studio system. Mm. Because most times when you're an actor, you get typecast or um, you don't, you work for a company once and they say, oh, we don't want to overuse her or whatever. Mm. But Hallmark is different. And I think it's why um, one of the reasons that they've been so successful is because they're building brands. They're, they're um, letting people like we have opportunities to meet fans and meet people like mm -hmm. you and, you know, and tell our stories. But it's also about um, seeing people. I think I feel honored that I get to know my fans or get mm -hmm. to have conversations like this. And I talk to them on social media, on my Facebook page. And we, we become, it's not just 
a quote actor somewhere mm -hmm. off, but we're, we're just real people. And Hallmark promotes that too as part of their brand. So I think it's a win-win for them and for us. And I would just be happy the rest of my life doing Hallmark movies and Hallmark projects because mm -hmm. I just think it's the one way that we can put good energy out back into this world that needs kindness again so much. Yes. You know, um, Hallmark is going to be more diverse, which mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for. Yes. And we've all, we've all been wanting to do that, but it's like steering a cruise ship. You know, they've wanted to do it for a while, but you just have to, it's a big cruise ship, mm -hmm. big machine that's ahead, you know, so mm -hmm. your people are going to see that so much more this year and on and on um, in, in so many different ways. And it's, it's going to reflect more of what the rest of the country looks like too. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to see. We need to see people that look different than us. Mm -hmm. We need to see people who believe differently than us mm -hmm. because in seeing those differences and getting an emotional, emotional connection with those people, those families, those characters, mm -hmm. we can see, well, they're not so scary. Right. They're, they're just like us, except maybe mm -hmm. just a little different. Right. So I think art is something that can, can create change because mm -hmm. it cuts across social boundaries it cuts across languages, cuts across cultures, mm -hmm. and you just see people for who they are. And I think Hallmark is going to lead the way in uh, this new era that mm -hmm. I think we are desperately in need of. Yes, to create absolutely. some more understanding. Yes, and I love that about art. I actually, um, so I write for a City Moms Collective, our, the local You're chapter a mom? here. I am a mom. I'm a mom oh. of two girls. How old? <laughs> they are almost five and three. So oh my god! They're like itty bitty. <laughs> yes. Oh, I yes. wish I could. I wish I could meet them. I'm. I'm a Mimi. I have three grandkids. Oh. One. One River just turned nine. Um, Solstice just turned five, and little Wolf. We call him Wolfie, just turned two. Oh, so, fun ages. Yeah, Super yeah. fun. Yeah. So I interrupted. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you it's saying okay. that you write for the, the mom's group. Yes, I do. And I recently did an article about reading because um, September 6th was National Read a Book Day. And one thing that reading and art brings is empathy. And I think uh -huh. we see, you know, really? through different characters and through the, the, um, the movies we see in Hallmark mm -hmm. and the series we see in Hallmark, we see people that are unlike us. And so we, we feel for that character when their heart is broken or when somebody passes away or mm -hmm. somebody goes through a trial. And when we see that and we feel that, we're able to see it in our own life, you know, and with the people that we come across every day who may not be like us. So it's very important for sure. And we love that Hallmark is, um, you know, taking this next step. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I, I love that you wrote that because that's exactly in a much more succinct way that you, you put what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. It's exactly because it's about empathy. Mm -hmm. It's a very good way to put it. Yes, yes. Empathy is much needed and it has to be trained too. It, it, you know, you don't think naturally of that, but um, in my day, one of my day jobs that I had previously um, for healthcare consulting, it was, that was another thing because, you know, bedside manner, empathy, empathy for the patient, empathy for the families. Yeah. And so if we can just exude that more, I mean, we could, we could change, you know, our families and then like the people we are around every day, you know? So yes, love that. Pay, if we all each decide to pay it forward and teach that to our children, mm -hmm. I, I think maybe, maybe what's happening in the world right now is a wake up call mm -hmm. because on so many fronts, we are being just 
pounded and all our belief systems are turned upside down. And I think the pandemic has been really hard, I know. Mm, yes. But I'm also thinking that we are learning lessons from it too, like simple things, like how wonderful is it to have your close family at home? And maybe you can't see, we went through a time when I couldn't see my grandkids and my daughter for a while. Now we've mm. at, combined our bubbles. Yes. <laughs> um, and, but all those little simple things that maybe we overlooked before because we were trying to go so fast and on this treadmill we had to get off the treadmill for a while mm -hmm. and um and just i think that's been important and i hope that we take that lesson and the other good ones uh forward with us as mm -hmm. we as we eventually get out of this cycle yeah absolutely um and yeah, I, I, the same way, my family, um, they live li literally every, well, everybody's here. My in-laws are here. My, <laughs> my family's here. My brother's here. But there was a time for a good couple months we didn't see anybody, yeah. you know, because they're, you know, at risk. And, you know, my mom had yeah. just gotten, um, she was sick. Um, she had gotten uh, got Gillian, Gillian Barre syndrome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say like it. That. Yeah, I'm not sure how to oh, say wow. it either. But she was really sick for a long time. And then like, you know, and so then COVID hit. So it was like... Like, ah, and my girls were like, what can we see? You know, Lola. And I'm like, well, we could FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness for FaceTime. Yeah, huh? think, yeah absolutely. I've, yeah. That's what I've been doing on the road here. Yeah. You know, usually, so as much as I've hated not working, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, everybody needs to work, but yes. this is the first time I've worked now, um, except for an infomercial this year, because Jessica Shores got put on hold, mm -hmm. um, or Crosswords Mysteries got put on hold. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm grateful to do this, and and I'm, but it's scary too. Yes. In, you know, um, I'm keeping connected with FaceTime, as we just said, but. You know, this I had not even gone out to a grocery store yet. I mean, I'm that OCD about this stuff, about mm -hmm. wearing a mask and um, gloves. And I'm the one on the airplane. I wore a, wore a, fa a mask and a, the face shield. I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> this, this, was yes. me on, this was me on the airplane. This. Mm -hmm. And this. But I got these cool ones. Look. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all you see. Mm -hmm. And I was, as I was telling you guys, um, I wasn't sure if I could even do a, a Zoom interview because I literally have forgotten to put on how to put makeup on. I mean, we <laughs> went, that was another blessing not to go for like yeah. six months and, and just get different priorities. Who mm -hmm. the heck cares yeah. if you got makeup on or not? You're mm -hmm. a person and we're all in this thing together. Yeah. You know? So those are more of the lessons that we need to take forward. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, even as devastating as this whole thing has been, I mean, keeping a positive mindset is super mm -hmm. important. And, and hard to do. Yes. Hard to do. You have to consciously mm -hmm. not get into that, that downward spin. And again, I know I sound like a broken record, but I think things like Hallmark, things like, okay, look at, see the things that I, that I brought this? Mm -hmm. You know, these are the things I travel with. I brought, again, to, for my mindset angel cards mm -hmm. an angel guidance book i bought brought some crystals you know so mm -hmm. um everybody and i brought exercise equipment you've got to just somehow be really mindful and spiritual and keep your physical stuff up so you've got your immune system is strong mm -hmm. and that you feel good about yourself yeah so um it's just a reboot and a reset for everybody i think 
Yes. Yes. I would agree with you there. And that's what a lot of people have been saying. It's been, a, you know, it's been a good time to just, you know, inner focus on, you know, the priorities and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, find the good and delve into some hobbies and, you know, see yeah. people as, you know, as humans <laughs> yes, <laughs> and have yeah. that empathy and all that. So yeah, you can only do so much Netflix or yes. watching on things. So yes. yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you can't just let your mind go into the tank either. Yeah. And, and what you're doing, Casey, is mm-hmm. you're teaching your children that too. Your three mm-hmm. and five year old, you're teaching them coping mechanisms and to read. And I, and you sound like you're such a good mom that way. Oh, thank you. Uh, because I, I worry that my generation has just left your generation and the next so bereft. Um, we've got climate change. We've got the political thing. We've got people fighting. We've got we've got so much social unrest and mm-hmm. and, that, and literally life and death pandemic every day. And I just I I just hope that it's not too late that you guys that you can fix what we didn't do. And I, I, I just tell that to my, to my daughter so mm-hmm. much that, man, Jessica, I feel like we really failed you. Yeah. Well, I mean, with you know, parents that, you know, are good as you, yourselves and my parents and in-laws, you know, it just takes us to take that next step. You know, our generation is yep. now, we've seen it and, you know, we're living this crazy time. I mean, who would have thought a year ago, we would who have been, thought? you know, who would have I mean, thought? crazy, you know? But everywhere you turn, it's crazy. So yes. um, it's almost like God and the planet are, it's wake up call. Wake mm-hmm. up is now or never. Yes. So, um, so I just pray that, um, that, um, that we can wake up and that yes. we can start to undo and start getting back to what's really important. Mm-hmm. And maybe we just really needed this reset yes. and this reboot and this time. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought it'd be over fast and, um, you know, we just need this time to, to really let it sink in what's at stake. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Mod Cloth. And at Mod Cloth, we make getting dressed fun. Back to being independently owned. We're all about perfect fits for everybody. Unique, mood-boosting prints, vintage-inspired, versatile styles that make you look good. But more importantly, feel good. Find your joy at Mod Cloth. And one of the things that impresses me the most about Mod Cloth is the number of sizes that they have uh, going all the way up to 4X on some items. Uh, So, and then extra small. And so they really have something for everybody, every size, uh, which is really nice. And also I really like the prints that they have. There is, uh, they said they're very vintage inspired. They're unique. They even have some things right now for uh, Halloween and uh, the happy Hallow Queens sweaters and uh, jewelry and other things. And uh, they have outerwear. We're going to be looking to get uh, for fall, going to be getting a coat. Uh, then you can find something really nice at Mod Cloth. So it's a great place to go to support and to find a unique style so you don't look like everybody else. To get 20% off your purchase of $75 or more, including sale items, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code Hallmarkies at checkout. Uh, The promo code cannot be combined with other offers. It's a great deal. 
So go to modcloth.com, enter code Hallmarkies for 20% off your order of $75 or more. Um, speaking of the quarantine, did you find any new hobbies? Because I know that's something that a lot of um, people have been. Oh, well, I've done a few things. Okay. Um, you know, it used to be so easy to like go to a, to get your, like my roots done or, or whatever. And I have something on my Facebook page. I literally, my roots were literally that long because I was afraid to even try it. So I think I've become more um, proactive and mm-hmm. better at watching how-to YouTube videos. Okay. <laughs> so, so I did my own roots and, and, um, and then my boyfriend, Jeff, um, uh, cut my hair for me. I mean, oh, I would wow. never have let, so I think I've learned to trust maybe to let people in a little more too, actually, to not, not strive for perfection in things that don't make any difference. No way, damn difference. Yeah. You know, when you think about it and it was, and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I also learned how to, um, I've got a little, almost like a poodle dog. She's a a, a Morkie, so Maltese Yorkie. And, um, and she gets really matted. And so I, I ordered clippers on Amazon. Amazon is my friend, way yes. too much. And, uh, and watched three how-to videos on how to clip her. And man, it's, it's, it makes you feel really good. Yeah. And, and she loves the attention. So we've been bonding more. And my best new hobby though, is I got my 20 year old bike out of my garage. I mean, I've hauled it everywhere mm-hmm. and got it into a all serviced and fixed up. And we have, I, I, I fear I wanted to be better out coming out of this pandemic in better shape than I was going in. So we have been doing, and my boyfriend loves it too. And um, so we have been doing 10 to 12 miles almost every day on the bike. And the last two Sundays before I left, we went to the beach and mm-hmm. put in at Santa Monica, went down to Redondo Beach and back up 30 miles. Wow. Each day. The last time I about died, I have to admit, but, <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. That is so, awesome. Yeah. So th- those things are things that I want to keep going forward. Yeah. Those so. are great things. You're getting mm-hmm. some fresh air, social yes. distance and, and so working out, it, you know, with yeah. the bike and singing yeah. scary. That's so fun. And, and, share, and sharing adventures with myself, you know, mm-hmm. it feels like when you're, if, when you're on a bike, you feel like you're a kid going on a great adventure. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like every day. And then, and then sharing it with Jeff too. It's just been just really good time for us. Oh, and I got my uh, grandson river too. Um, just got him a new bike for his birthday. Cause he was doing, He's he's pretty big kid, yeah. and yet he was still on that little happy bike. <laughs> so, um, so we just bought him a new bike, and um, and have been taking him out too. So, yeah. um, it's a good way to spend time. Again, you find these little special ways that you can bond with mm-hmm. and spend time with your family and stay safe. Yes, yes, and I'm sure he loved that getting yes. his big boy uh, bike. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't tell her, but my granddaughter Solstice is turning five on the 10th, September. And, and she, um, she wanted a a princess pink bike. So that's what, that's what we got her. So Jeff, Jeff is going to, is going to give it like be in my stead. He's going to take it over to her on Wednesday. Oh, nice. From the family. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, We got um, the girls a scooter. So that (laughs) was our thing that we would do, especially in the spring. And for down here, I mean, right now it's 110 degrees, I feel like. So it's very unbearable to go outside. But the spring was very beautiful down here. It was just the perfect weather and it hardly rained at all. But that was one thing that we took away from it. It's just like going walks around the neighborhood and, you know, up and down the street and the scooter and stuff. And 
um, you know, everybody's very careful to not get too close, but still have the fresh air and everything. So that was, that was fun. We, I love that you're getting your great kids out there yep. <laughs> with their bikes. Yep. 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 And I, I bought a, um, for the, the two smaller ones, I bought a cart that a two person, two kid cart that I, as soon as oh. I get back, it just got here. So I can't wait to put it on my bike and pull them around too. Oh, so, so fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun so fun. Did you um, find any good quarantine snacks or did you have a go-to um, uh, <laughs> meal? <laughs> uh, I think I'm drinking too much wine. Okay. <laughs> like a lot of people. Um, but I've been, I've been really doing healthy. I think um, mm -hmm. I wanted to feel more like an athlete actually. And oh, so okay. doing, doing that, um, it's, it's been great. So, yeah. yeah. And so, as I say, I brought four big suitcases here. We're not talking the little ones. We're talking the big ones mm. packed full, but I always bring, cause I'm on location so much. I bring coffee pot, my little mini Keurig mm -hmm. coffee, um, uh, my walk, um, I, all my food. I have a whole suitcase of food mm -hmm. and I, and I just bring all the little things that, that make me feel like it's homey. So yeah. that, that would probably be my best snack. Yeah. What would be my best snack? Yeah, just that and eating. I found these really good um, fig bars, but they're a lot healthier. So I oh, ordered okay. them on Amazon in a big box. So <laughs> those, those are what I eat for snacks. Yeah, that's fine. We yeah. talked to uh, Jeff Gustafson. He plays Norman on Sign Seal Delivered, amongst yeah. any other yeah. um, characters. Uh, but he said he eats a salad a day. That's what his go-to oh. quarantine snack was. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, that's, I could do that. That's good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I've, I have all my salad stuff in here too. That's what mm -hmm. I'm going to make. After I get get finished with this, I'm going to make a big salad for my kids tonight. Oh, They're coming to mom's room. So fine. So fine. Yeah. So speaking of t uh, Chesapeake Shores, um, so we know that you all got renewed for season five season now? Five. Season, yep. five. season five. Season five. Yay. Yay. Do you have any idea when that might start filming or? Right. As far as I know, we're, we just like, like this year didn't happen in yeah. so many ways, you know? Mm -hmm. So as far as I know, we're going to start, I would assume when we did uh, the last couple of years, last every other year in April, like okay. late March or April. Mm -hmm. And then it should air again the same time. I don't know. Was that August? I think it was um, August. Yeah, I think so too. So it should just, just blink this year will be over. <laughs> and then, and then, and then we'll be, the Chesapeake Shores will be on again next year. Yes. Yes. So. And then I know they had teased a sister movie for that. Is that oh, still yeah. a thing? I think so. Um, and it's all out in, uh, you know, a lot, it wasn't my news to release, but all that, every, everybody knows that all, mm -hmm. all three girls had babies. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, so that was part of it. So oh, okay. They, so I, I'm, I, sh I'm, I'm assuming that's going to go on. I think it'd be a great movie. I'll, I'd love to watch. So yeah, I'm hoping I don't know a thing about it though. So I have no scoop for you. Okay. Yeah. I had read a synopsis when they released something about them going to a wedding in Europe or something. Yes. Yeah. And then some, you know, obviously shenanigans happens because yeah. we have to have some shenanigans, right? Yeah, you need shenanigans. You need a little love interest, little shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's, that's super fun. And I do remember when, you know, we found out slowly through the course of the time, like, you know, Amelia had a baby and Megan had a baby yeah. and Lacey had a baby. We're like, what are, what are they I drinking know. up in Chesapeake Shores? Uh, exactly. <laughs> and, if, and if they're made up there. 
incepted up there. Um, <laughs> it's such a magical space. You know that the, the children are going to be like these magical little creatures. Because when we shoot up on Vancouver Island, where we shoot is, um, it's it's it feels to me like Sedona. I'm kind of a spiritual mm -hmm. person. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's I I've heard that it's it has a layer of crystal underneath the the land on the island. Okay. And so it actually is on the meridian somehow connected to Sedona because you get there and it literally feels almost like your hair is blowing back and you go hearing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So. Um, and that's hence where I, I started um, Diane Ladd, you know, mm -hmm. who's become one of my dearest friends. And we've both lived in the same room in the same hotel every year that we shoot. And okay. they'll give us the same room again next year, hopefully. But she's right next door. And it feels like Lucy and Ethel a little bit, you know, knocking <laughs> on the door. I have coffee made. Do you want to come over? And she goes, yes. <laughs> and so, and so, but she taught me, she's actually a spiritual teacher mm. and, um, and, and advisor and, um, she's got a degree in it even, and she's written oh, wow. many books on uh, metaphysical things. Mm -hmm. And so she got me started on this, on this kind of spiritual journey with more of the, um, cause I'm confirmed Lutheran mm. and Christian, mm -hmm. and I don't really delineate it as much mm -hmm. as I used to. I just believe in God in a personal relationship, mm. you know, and I talk sure. to my angels all the time. And, mm -hmm. but, but Diane, really got me into thinking more about meditation and mm. um and so she leads us in prayer um she um, we go down to the beach all the time and she's um she's really taught me a lot about being open to learning more and just expansion you know yeah. so i owe her a lot for that and yeah. i can't wait to see her again mm -hmm. next year you know this again it's quarantining we talk on the phone, but again, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't hug. I'm right. such a hugger. It's like, <laughs> I want to hug. I yeah. want to just touch. So again, maybe it's mm -hmm. uh, learning different ways to connect. Yeah. That you don't have to do physically, but you keep someone in your heart mm -hmm. all the time and, and you have a deep connection. Yeah, of course. Yes. And Vancouver Island, I mean, I've never been to that side of Canada, but it does look so idyllic and just the place to be. So that's, that's yeah. kind of cool to hear that it's, it's yeah, got so that magic. Up. It does have that magic. So come and see. have you been to Sedona? I've not. No. No. So try that too. I went there 11, 11, 11, would you believe? Oh, wow. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I just had a feeling it was going to be, um, just a transformational time, which mm -hmm. 11, 11, 11. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you, I'm just grateful to do that. And then to be drawn now to back to Vancouver Island and have that honor and yeah. with somebody like Diane, who's mm -hmm. talking so much. So right. it's pretty good. We look out super fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of your character on Chesapeake Shores, Megan, it's been about four years four years, five years since we've met her and we've watched her journey. Um, yep. What was it like for you taking her on that emotional journey of reconnecting with her children? Ugh. I am oh, team Megan, was... by the way. I've been, I'm team <laughs> Megan, by the way. I know there's been a lot of like, ah, how could she leave her kids and, yeah. and come back? And I'm like, 
I remember when you came on screen, you know, it's the Abby story and then mom comes back yeah. and I'm like, she looks like a nice person. Like, what are you girls all like? What? And then of course, through the course of that season right. one, we learn more about Megan. And I just, I just really felt for her. Thank you. I Thank really you. did. That's exactly what I, I wanted to fight, wanted to fight for her. Um, the story of this, the, the, the journey of her is, uh, and how I got the part was, um, I was still doing Cedar Cove and mm -hmm. um, we, we thought we were still getting uh, renewed. We didn't know that we weren't going to get renewed. Mm -hmm. And then I got a call from Bill Abbott, who used to be the CEO there. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I'm reading this book, this series by Cheryl Woods um, uh, called Chesapeake Shores. And so I got on my computer while he's on the phone mm -hmm. and, and ordered this in a Kindle format, looked at it. And I said, I'll call you back. And, and he said, you know, I really see you as playing Megan. Mm -hmm. And when I read her story and I, I didn't want her to be, um, I played somebody on a soap opera once that once you get to be um, unredeemable, mm. like there's no going back. Right. And I just, I knew this woman because we, we have all had, well, at least I have had this. Mm -hmm. I was in a, a marriage before where, um, I just didn't feel good enough. I, mm. I, I ended up with an eating disorder for years and nobody knew. And I just, and I didn't feel worthy, but mm. I was a great mom, mm -hmm. great mom, best thing in my life. And so I knew who she was mm -hmm. and I wanted to fight for her, not to have her be the villain, but to have her be like, like she, mm. she cared so much for her children. I think it's the greatest love of all that you would, leave them there so you could get them out of a bad situation where they yeah. are growing up with fighting and with bad things happening, which right. would, would be detrimental. And you weigh that, well, which is worse, which is worse. Mm -hmm. But I'd also, I, I, um, I asked if I could uh, kind of put this in, but postpartum depression is what mm -hmm. I think she had. We've never been able to actually say it, yeah. but that's what I think she had mm -hmm. and running around with, with all the kids and, and, and just drowning every day. And I, mm -hmm. I, and so, and, and no help from Mick and just, right. and so I think that mental illness, mm -hmm. any kind of depression, we, we need to be kinder to, and we need to understand more and we need to offer help for people. Yes. So that's what I, I, I just thought, well, and I remember when I got divorced, like I gave him the house, I gave him the car, I gave him mm. all of that, but I could have Jessica, mm. you know, and, and I could go start over mm -hmm. because it's not, wasn't about any of the money. Right. And so, and so with Megan, she wanted to, to go and start getting fixed and then have the kids come with her. And then all of a sudden Vic says no. Mm -hmm. So what would that do to a woman, a mother or right. a father if it happened the other way, mm -hmm. you know, so all these things and then, and then to have perfect nail come in, you know, right. I mean, how perfect is that? How do you fight against that? How do you take kids away from all that? So it's not, a, a, it's not black and white. It's right. not yes. And what I hope has been being portrayed and shown is that man that gets to a point where all the other stuff is just bs and it mm -hmm. doesn't matter and if you've split up with someone in your family or someone you care about or a friend mm -hmm. um it's never too late to say hey i'm sorry i made a mistake or maybe i didn't make a mistake but can mm -hmm. we just put it behind us because love is the most important thing right and it's worth trying it again mm -hmm. and so so every time i would get a scene especially that first season i would 
and, and it hurt my heart because I live my characters. Like literally I would go on set and I, I was just depressed for that whole oh. season. As an actress, I'm just like, because you live in it. Yeah. I can never play Medea or somebody in, a, in, a, in on Broadway night mm -hmm. after night and have your, your kid die. I mean, I just, you go, I live it. And, and um, so I, I remember that what I would do on e in each scene and take it off of how the actor played it too, because mm -hmm. I didn't know how the other actor in the scene, how the kids would play it. Um, mm -hmm. To see, okay, is this a win? I would just look for small wins. Yeah. And talk it up on the victory side mm -hmm. and then suck it up everywhere else. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's what Megan is just, um, I admire her courage and yeah. I admire her that she, she stuck it out. Mm -hmm. So, and it's not all perfect yet, but no family is perfect. Right. Right. No, and, perfect. no. And you know, that's the other interesting about Chesapeake Shores too, is that the mother or yes, the mother-in-law relationship. Yes. That one really got me. Cause at first I was like, Oh, that's Megan's mom. And then I realized that's Mick's mom. And I was like, Nick's wait mom. a second, this lady, <laughs> you know, we don't know her whole story, but she left her family and then mother-in-law steps in. And you would think that the mother-in-law would you know, be the I don't know, antagonist against, you know, the, the mom that left her kids. But no, I mean, Nell is so wise and so, you know, in engulfing everybody in love and everything. And I just, I just love that. I love that that relationship love, is still there, you know? I love that surprise too. I think mm -hmm. it was um, very artfully done. And Diane Ladd is just such a consummate actress. And she, she just leaves that with grace and elegance and such mm -hmm. a, She's such a wonderful actress. And uh, that first scene we ever got to do, that I ever got to do with her was that golf cart scene that day. Oh. And I was just so full of emotion. And so was she. And we both cried. And, you yeah. know, and that just said, wow, wow, I'm in the right place with, mm -hmm. the right, with the right actors to grow not only as an actress, but as a person. Every character I play teaches me something mm -hmm. as a person. And part of it stays with me forever. Yeah. What's one hope you have for Megan? you know, in future um, seasons. I, I want her, I, I hope that she and Mick end up together. Um, what, what I have found in my life is that, and what my old acting coach used to actually say, and then I, I thinking back on it, it's true mm -hmm. that it takes you three seconds to fall in love and all the rest is denial. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine your first love. I think she was so head over heels in love with uh -huh. Mick. Yeah. And all this stuff kept happening, kept mm -hmm. happening. They lost the connection. She lost herself. Mm -hmm. And, but yet, and what I played and I hope it came through is that when she saw him again, that first mm -hmm. time, all those same butterflies just went, and then she had to start denying <laughs> it, hide it. Oh my God. Yes. Don't let him see. But, Oh my God. So that's what I'm trying to put in each scene is that um, it's the yes, no, which I think is what's mm -hmm. really interesting. The yes, no's of relationships, mm -hmm. the, the push and pull and yes, no, no, maybe not, but yeah, I, I have to, no, not going there. Mm. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, please don't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There has been kind of a slow burn again with Mick yeah. and Megan. I remember there was a lot of, 
well, there was a lot of anti-Megan with the family, like with Connor yeah. blowing up and then just being, yeah. you know, salty and then Mick and Megan just disagreeing. And then you see over time, like everybody starts softening up and then you see like little tiny hints of Mick and Megan romance maybe here and there. And then you see them yeah. both like turn away and it's like, wait a second, yeah. what's happening? I just, <laughs> I, I just love like, that. I just love happy endings. So yeah. my, my Barbara, um, uh, what I would love is I just want them to get back together. I yeah. have no idea if the writers are going to do that mm. or if Hallmark wants to do that. But as my character, that's what I'm going to keep playing is okay. that every time she sees milk, Mick, she melts and has goosebumps. And then she has to like, don't let him see it. And then we, that, that's what that, but isn't that what we do in life? Yeah, anyway? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yep. What would you say is the biggest way your relationship with your, or sorry, what would you say is the biggest relationship your the way your relationship has grown with your castmates since that first table read? If I can, that first table yes. read. Um, if I can get my words out today. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's okay. That in Hollywood we say take two or four or six. Yeah. You're you're so you're such a good interviewer, Casey. You're you're really prepared and you're really good. So oh, appreciate thank that. you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the way that it's first that it's changed. Um, changed and grown. Yeah. I think we trust each other more. Yeah. Um, uh, I think um, it was such a, it's such a big deal to get cast in a series. I mean, it's mm -hmm. so aspirational as an actor to get, wow, to get a series. There's so much pressure in it. And yeah. um, sometimes you judge um, or, or keep yourself safe a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that we each trust each other so much more now. Yeah. That um, in, as actors in the scenes and as people. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's probably the difference. Um, I'm trusting them to keep me safe. And I think they mm -hmm. hopefully tr trust me to keep them safe in the scene yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you all seem like a big family, you know, not just on the camera, but also off yeah. camera, you know, yeah. when you all are filming and we see like a little bit behind the scenes on, you know, Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. So Yeah. And, the, and and with the two little girls too, you know, oh, the two yeah. girls who play um, my granddaughters mm -hmm. in there. Um, I have them from the very beginning. I mean, I, my grandkids call me Mimi. And so I asked the very first meeting if um, the kids, the, my grandkids in this could call mm -hmm. me Mimi instead of grandma. Yeah. And, uh, and they said yes. And so on and off set, um, I love it. That because <laughs> as soon as I get to set, they usually come way later than we do because mm -hmm. kids can only work certain hours. And mm -hmm. I hear, Mimi, Mimi. <laughs> and they come running up and it's like, they, they are, they are my family, you know, oh. and we're all in, in isolation out on that island for a mm. long time. Yeah. And so, and we're all different people though. It's mm. not like we get together all the time. Right. Um, but I think we're, we are like a family, a more of a realistic family. Yeah. Where, rather than the Hallmark kind of family where everybody's happy or whatever, which is why I like Chesapeake Shore so much because mm. it's, it's a Hallmark with a little bit more of an edge. It's not all tied up in a perfect little bow all mm -hmm. the time. Sometimes I want the bow, right? but sometimes I want to reflect real life. And mm -hmm. I think that's what, again, as we were saying about art, art can influence and change and, mm -hmm. uh, and teach us. So that's what, that's what I think Chesapeake Shores does more than anything else that I've, that I've been in for homework. Yes. Yes. And those girls are going to be very grown <laughs> the next time you guys film. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. It, it's crazy. 
it's crazy how fast time goes mm -hmm. and you as a parent see it too but it's mm -hmm. just crazy yeah i've been doing this business like 35 years over no 36 37 years now and it's i i remember being a, a little kid at five years old and thinking I, I remember exactly when i wanted to be an actress i um I was, it was kindergarten and how weird is this doing a Christmas show? And I remember exactly what I was wearing. It was footy pajamas. I was holding a teddy bear on stage, looking out at the audience, my parents right in the front row. And I remember the song, me and my teddy bear, have no worries, have no care, me and my teddy bear, play and play all day. I remember that. And I, I still, I just got goosebumps again. That's what, that's what somehow this acting thing has always given me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so anyway, that's that, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I still get goosebumps on set now when I'm, when I'm learning lines or when I'm in and I just, I just love that journey. Yeah. It's a, it's like the best psychiatrist for mm -hmm. yourself because <laughs> you get to try on things that you would never do or mm -hmm. could never feel it can never actually say yeah because and and then well maybe i could say that mm -hmm. you know after you do it a scene and you say well a little part of that a little bit of that courage from megan it's going to stay with barbara next yeah. time that i have that situation yeah love that so our last segment is just a little fun segment but i've a uh, chesapeake short it yeah, it's a little game here. <laughs> so just some fun questions here. Um, everybody loves a good blooper story. Is there any yeah. um, that you can think of from Chesapeake Shores? It could be silly. It could be. Um, okay. Well, the first one comes from Cedar Cove. That, that okay. <laughs> That's fine. shocked and embarrassed on horrified. Okay, so. <laughs> It was a Christmas show with Bruce Boxleitner, and I don't know if anybody remembers it, but there's one one thing where the whole time he's trying to put a million lights all over the house, Christmas lights over the big inn that we used to have. Oh, okay. And so there's one time at, at the end of that first um, of, of that episode where he has to go like this and you know and the magic of TV, all the electricians, everybody has to go like this right at that same time, uh -huh. right? Right, and so if it doesn't happen, we got one fizzle up here or one there or whatever, <laughs> right? So we're doing it over and over again. And as he's doing it out in the yard, he's going, Peggy, come on. And so I have to run from the front door all the way down a hill to where he is every single time. Oh, and, dear. It's, and it's been raining. There mm -hmm. are lights all over the, the string lights and I'm wearing Ugg boots. And so I come out the door where, where we're doing it. We're doing it. And if you ever watch somebody do a, like a, a helicopter fall on the skis mm -hmm. where they go yes. like this, mm -hmm. and I'm wearing Spanx, oh, which dear. is, which, you know, it's got yeah. the, the, the hole in the middle, uh -huh. right? And, mm -hmm. so, and it's all on camera. Oh, no. So I come out and we're, and I'm doing this and I'm going, <laughs> and it's all on camera. So that was one of my blooper reels <laughs> that I hope that somebody has burned that face. <laughs> but that's one that, that's, I seem to always do one fall every episode. It's usually, I'm just a klutz. I'm just a klutz. Serious klutz. I, yeah, no, I hear you. I'm the same way. I trip over my own feet. I, sometimes I don't even know how I do it. <laughs> I've tripped upstairs. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what about your favorite place on set? My favorite place on set? Um, 
is in front of the camera at the din at the dinner table where that oh. the O'Briens eat dinner, mm -hmm. um, and those scenes are always so cool because it's literally like choreographed like a ballet mm -hmm. because there's usually a long camera shot. You know, people coming in the door. All of this has to be timed perfectly. I don't know how the director does it and the DP. And there's maybe a steady cam going through, and everybody comes in, and it's and it's like a dance. Yeah. So that is really fun, and then. I love, I just love um, when we get a good deep scene to do as well. I just, mm -hmm. I just, I, I just love acting so much. Yeah. I just love it. I just love it. Anytime I can do it is my, it's my best thing. Yeah. My That's favorite. So fun. So fun. Uh, if you could play a character in the show other than Megan, who would you be? Ooh, I'd like to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me play a, a female mix sometime. Oh, I okay. want a little hard note. How about that? Not that not he's a bitch, but yeah. he can be a little. He can be kind of uh, difficult. Edge, yes. Yeah. So that's that's maybe what I'd like to do. Yeah. Play something out of character. So, yeah. Um, and and about that, my um my acting coach at one time because my hardest thing as Barbara. Remember, I told you that um, I learned things from my characters. Mm -hmm. um, I was doing a scene one day up in acting class, and I was studying with Melton Katselis in his master class at the Beverly Hills Playhouse. I was in with him for 12 years, and I still could not do this play anger very well, because oh. I can't do it in my real life very mm. well. I'm like Doris Day <laughs> doing, doing, ah, don't do that. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not still, although I'm better at it now that the mm -hmm. pandemic, I think. Um, but um, so, um, so anyway, that that that's been my journey to be able to do that. And so he, one day I was up on in class doing a scene, and he said, "Okay, stop. I want you to get mad at me right now. Get mad at me. Come on. What do we do with her if she can't get mad? Because this was a big thing for me, uh -huh. a big hurdle. And they said, okay, kick her out of class, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there crying. It's oh, no. day. Please don't do that. And he said, you go, and he used to say, go take a proverbial walk on the beach, right? To, um, to go think about things. Mm -hmm. And right after that, I believe that God leads you to think, right? This was mm -hmm. a thing that I needed to learn from Barbara. Right after that, um, Lifetime called and asked um, if I wanted to do a, a, a movie called The Perfect Neighbor. Okay. And um, and I could either play uh, the good girl or the bad, crazy killer lady. Okay. And so <laughs> I and I said, you know what? I had to take the one, the thing that frightened me the most. Oh. So I said, I'm going to take the bad girl this time. And they cast Susan. Blakely, who's like such a good actress. I mean, she's won, she's won Golden Globes and everything mm -hmm. as, as, um, as the other one. And you know what? That woke up something in me because I think our biggest fear is probably our biggest gold, mm -hmm. actually. And that's maybe why we're afraid of it because it's a power that we have. Yeah. And so for a long time, that was, that was such a success for me. And a long, that, a long time, that's all I ever got cast was mm -hmm. as, as those. So now... You know, Hallmark is different. Yeah. But um, but I I just I just thought that was a really good life challenge for me and a good lesson mm -hmm. to step out of your comfort zone and and just try it on. Yeah, absolutely. See, see what you get. Yeah. Like Mel Melton Katella used to say, Okay, you got cherry pie. You know you love it, you can have it anytime. Mm -hmm. What about having one bite of an apple and see what happens? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Just yep. get out of the, the comfort zone. Get out of your box. Get out of the comfort zone. Do zone. what scares you. And yeah. it may be, you may find that it's going to lead you to things you never imagined. Mm -hmm. 
That's so true. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard that a lot recently. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what am I supposed? What am I going to be doing here? <laughs> maybe, it's like really, maybe things here. Yeah, so start fun. thinking those things. What yeah. gives your your heart a little bit of palpitation about? Oh, I, I can never go there. I can never go there. Well, yeah. even in your head, what would happen if you did go there? Yeah, once and just yeah. see, try it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. You don't the have to stay there. there. Yeah. You don't have to stay there, but it might make you a little more rounded in mm-hmm. a point of view or in, in actually what you can put into action. You yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Huh. Good that's, lesson for that's me. That's some good stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hallmarkies, you too. You too. <laughs> All righty. Um, and then these are just some rapid fire. Who's most likely to amongst the Chesapeake Shores cast? Okay. Who is most likely to play a prank? Andrew. <laughs> what about burst out into random song between takes uh amelia okay and Uh, dance song and dance i was gonna ask about dance (laughs) do a little jig here there yeah 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 i actually have something on my youtube channel we we did something and i think that first season she's Mm -hmm. doing it yeah yeah what about um who would be found at craft services between takes scoping out the snacks um you know, I don't know because I, well, I would say maybe Brendan. Okay. Maybe, maybe him. Yeah. Maybe him. He's, and he's like so fit. These guys, they, they don't have to worry about diet, or fat, <laughs> you know, or anything. Right. So I know it's just disgusting. It's just jealous. Also, yeah. <laughs> also, they take five minutes in hair and makeup where we are like mm-hmm. an hour and a half, or at least me, I am an hour and a half in hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they come in and bye. And I'm <laughs> You know, it's not yeah. fair. I'm coming back as a man. No, tall, tall, dark, and exotic. Either man or woman next time. I don't care. But <laughs> I just tall and skinny so I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> what about um, laugh or cry at an inappropriate time during filming? Lacey. She's really, she's so good with her emotions. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not, nothing's inappropriate. It mm-hmm. makes it interesting, I think, if you just leave yourself open. Mm-hmm. Or me. I, I feel like I, I do that too. I, I cry. I always have to wear waterproof makeup, but uh, <laughs> my mascara, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but I think it's interesting. I just don't think you should shut anything down. Yeah. All righty. And then the last question we have here is kind of a goofy one, but if the cast of Chesapeake Shores were trapped on an island, kind of like Gilligan and his crew, yeah. what would each of you be doing until rescued? Uh, uh, Oh, that's so fun. I would be mom. I know. I, I would be doing that. I would be making making whatever food or whatever I could do and making it pretty. I always have to have a good environment. Yeah. Um, Treat would be working on the raft and making, and he loves flying. He's a pilot. He oh. loves all things flying. So he'd be looking, looking, imagine himself flying like the birds mm-hmm. out there. Um, may, I don't, I don't know what the girls would be doing. They would be I don't, I don't know, but th- those are what, what I would think. And Andrew would be pulling pranks. He's so cute because when, when, whenever we have extras or a background um, mm-hmm. on set, y- you can find him with all the kids. Oh, he's, he's so good like that. He's, he pulls pranks with them. He, he makes them laugh and he just loves it. He's such a good, good guy. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, I'm blessed to work with these people. Yeah. Amelia and Megan and Lacey just, 
I can't wait to meet their babies. And oh, I hope yeah. they I hope they call me Mimi too. Oh yes, yes. That's so fun. Oh well, Barbara, it has been such a pleasure just getting Thank to you. know you and talking to you and about, you know, everything from Hallmark and quarantine and lessons we've learned. And it's just been so inspiring. So thank you so much. You too. You too, Casey. I hope you keep in touch. I I just I I just think you're you're gonna be really great at, at what you're doing. Wherever you, whatever you want to do, you can do. Well, thank you know, you. I started I started out in uh, TV news and and then went to different things and then mm. kind of figured out what part of it I wanted to be in yeah. most. And you're, you're so well-spoken and well-read. And I think you're, you're a great mom and you're going to be a great example. And we need people like you who put thought and kindness out into the world, just like Hallmark does. So thank you. Well, thank you. That just, that's such, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but I appreciate it. Do you have any social media that you'd like to shout out for? Sure. Kids be following I, would, you? I would love to. Um, I'd love people to um, come check out my Facebook page, facebook.com uh, forward slash Barbara Niven. And on Instagram, uh, it's Barbara Niven. Everything is in Twitter, Barbara <laughs> Niven. <laughs> so um, I would, I'd love to, to, connect and I'm I really value the people who watch and the fans and it mm -hmm. feel like it makes a perfect circle because yeah. whatever we do makes no sense and mm -hmm. unless it lands and is shared by somebody else and then we get your feedback and that's what makes the perfect circle yeah. and why I love what we do awesome well thank so you write so to me I will write back all righty well thank you so much thank you good luck on the next movie and we will see you back and Chesapeake Shores and on Hallmark and everywhere very soon, Thank hopefully. You. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Bye, sweetheart. Right. Bye. Thank